And I ran. Oh, hey, uh, welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am Jay Lucas, the Evil Lawyer, and I am standing up today because, well, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I've got my microphone adjusted just like Lenny from Motorhead, which used to just piss off my producer when I was in radio. But here's looking at you, buddy. You might have noticed from the kind of intro that I can't sing. This whole Iranian thing sort of reminds me of a whole bunch of 80s songs. And I ran from the flock of seagulls is just one of them. That's the most obvious. And there's always UB Illin. <laughs> we'll talk about her later. And I hate to go all Ricky Bobby on you guys, but you know what? That's I'm lying, and I'm a lawyer, and I'm allowed to. I love going all Ricky Bobby on you guys. And I think if Ricky Bobby was watching this, if Ricky Bobby was a real guy, not just Will Ferrell, Ricky Bobby would be looking at it, and he would be imagining Ted Nugent in a loincloth riding on a satellite in outer space and just looks down and sees Soleimani and says, F that guy, man. He killed 500 Americans that we can prove. He's killed thousands of civilians. He's a murdering piece of... And chucks that javelin missile down at him and just detonates him into a billion pieces. And that's the way I like to picture it. I know that's not the way it happened. I know that Nugent wasn't sitting on a satellite with a javelin missile or whatever missile they used to blow this guy to smithereens. I know it was our commander-in-chief, Donald Trump, who had finally had enough after 18 years of this guy having a price on his head for killing Americans, just like me and you. Well, maybe not just like me and you, but... We're all in this gang together, right? I mean, you kill one American, you got all the Americans looking to blow you up, except for all the Americans in Hollywood and all of the Americans in the Democratic Party and all of the... Okay, all the real Americans, if you kill one American, you fight one of us, you fight all of us. All right, buddy? And don't get me started about the American military and their power, because I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But right now, I just want us to all sit back for a minute. Let's take a moment of silence. Well, you take a moment of silence. I'm going to keep talking. Let's take a moment of silence for Supreme Command Leader, whatever they call him over there, Mr. Soleimani, and his... May he rest in pieces. You can't always get what you want, to paraphrase the Rolling Stones, but sometimes you get what you deserve, and you got what you deserved. And you know what? We didn't just take him out. We also took out his number two, his second in command. So we didn't just cut the head off the snake. We cut two heads off of that snake. And for everyone who's going to argue that all you did was provoke another war and we said we weren't going to have any more wars and Donald Trump said he was going to put an end to the endless wars and blah, blah, blah. No, we didn't provoke another war. We took out somebody who, as Ted Cruz said, is, and I'm paraphrasing Ted, sorry if you're listening. By the way, it was good seeing you the other day. He's directly responsible for, not Ted Cruz, Soleimani, he's directly responsible for the deaths of 500 of our service people. 
be they military service or in the uh, diplomatic service or whatever. He's also directly responsible for the deaths of thousands of Middle Easterners. And, you know, if you only watch mainstream media, even if you watch a little Fox, which is becoming more mainstream by the day, like fair and balanced, my rear end, but you're you're not gonna know you're not gonna see the videos of the Iraqis parading in the streets because they're no longer gonna have to worry about this psychopath in Iran, their new Ayatollah who replaced um, Khomeini. Remember Khomeini? Does anybody remember Khomeini? I I remember seeing like leftover Khomeini merch back when Khomeini overthrew the Shah of Iran and instituted the fundamentalist, psychotic version of the religion of pieces, peace, religion of peace, this psychotic version that has nothing to do with the good version at all, so don't, uh, don't bomb me, all right? But instituted this, and they, uh, they overtook our embassy, they overran our embassy in Iran and took 52 hostages. And that was way back when that Georgia peanut farmer who builds houses now, he's a good Christian guy, terrible president. Um, he was president, and he he's like, I don't know what to do about this, you know. So they held 52 Americans for, um, I want to say it was 400 and something days. It was over a year maybe, but fact check me on that because I'm not fact checking myself. Um, I know that if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it, but I don't think they're talking about actually knowing the numbers. I think it's more the big concepts. But anyway, it was a long time, and Carter couldn't get him back, and that plus the collapsing economy and hyperinflation, not Venezuelan-level hyperinflation. That's, that's some crazy stuff. We did a couple of shows about that if you want to look at the back catalog. But, you know, things got really expensive in the United States for a while. And then OPEC hit us and everything. And so Carter, he's gone. We got Reagan. Reagan goes over there and brings them home. And there were 52 of them. And that's going to become important later when we talk about some other stuff. I just like to picture it, like I said, like Ricky Bobby would picture it. Nugent throws the, you know, the missile. And um, it reminds me that there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I think it's from the 80s. And a lot of my references are to the 80s because, man, I love the 80s. Actually, I love the 90s more. Have more fun. But, you know, the 80s were cool, too. I think there was a Schwarzenegger movie called Commando back in the 80s where this dude got shot with a freaking rocket launcher, like, right out in the open. He's just standing there, and Arnold's like, you know... I'll see you never, you know, and blast this guy with a rocket launcher and blows him to smithereens. And it's just slow-mo, this big boom, and pieces go flying everywhere, and the special effects were probably at a budget of like $9, but it looked cool for 80s movies, and that's the way I'm picturing this in my head. I know I've seen the pictures, and I've seen the videos, and I know it like blew up a whole big area, but I don't know. I just like to picture Nugent just hitting this guy with a missile, and then he just turns into a red mist. And You know, do you still get 72 virgins? Is it 72 or 80? I don't, 
what in the hell are you going to do with 72 virgins anyway? But anyway, do you still get 72 virgins if you show up in a bucket? Uh, that's That makes me wonder. And, you know, you can go to my website, um, on my Facebook page, uh, which is, I always get this screwed up, at Evil Lawyer's Guide is our Facebook. EvilLawyer'sGuide.com is our website. Evil Law Guide, at Evil Law Guide, is our Twitter, because some other mother stole my name. But uh, you go to the Facebook page, check out the meme about Donald Trump asking Soleimani to lend him a hand. And as that big old red ring tells the story, uh, you, you kind of got to see it. I can't describe it adequately. So go to Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide, and you shall see that. And you can always follow us on Twitter, at Evil Law Guide. And um, if you need a lawyer, you can go to evillawyerguide.com. And I'm not saying that you're going to get me, but um, I do have a pretty good referral base. And if I don't want to represent you, I probably know somebody who does. So keep all that in mind. Anyway, and check out that Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I hope that's the right movie. Someone emailed me if that's the wrong movie. But the movie where the guy takes a rocket launcher to the to center mass. I think it was called Commando. Um, look, the, run, the world runs on deterrence, okay? The entire, the criminal justice system of Texas, where I am, God bless Texas, and the United States, God bless the USA, and, and literally the entire world runs on deterrence. Uh, we put people in jail to punish them. Yeah, we do. But we, the main function of the criminal justice system is to deter other people from committing crimes or deter that guy from committing another crime. Blowing him the hell up will deter someone from committing a crime. Um, and especially when you take out his buddy, you know, Iran is, is promising, they're now promising an immediate military response. And... Uh, uh, the guy who's number three, I can't even begin to pronounce his name, but the guy who's number three has got to be looking at the supreme leader who's the current Ayatollah and like, dude, really? Seriously? They just blew up one and two and you're promising an immediate military response? He's got to be like hiding in a bunker somewhere. He's got his cell phone turned off, took the SIM card and the battery out, you know, hoping we can't track him. Dude, you're screwed. You are so effed. I know I can't say the real word anymore because we're trying to be a little bit more universal appeal, but you are effed, man. Even under Trump's predecessor, who I, I'll congratulate him on becoming the first foreigner to ever be the president of the United States, um, he who shall not be named on my show, even under Trump's predecessor, when he eviscerated the United States military, all branches, did everything he could to make us the weakest non-superpower. Even then, we were still the superpower. And we may not have the biggest army. Uh, we can't pull up 200 million half-starved people willing to go into battle like certain countries, <coughs> China. But we are the most powerful military on the planet in history. We can vaporize you from anywhere, no matter where you are. We don't need boots on the ground. We don't need anything except for what we've already got. Thank you, Donald Trump, for rebuilding this nation's military. This guy 
there's no, there's literally, you can't run and you can't hide. You're screwed. If I was number three, um, I can't even pronounce his last name, but I would be telling the Supreme Ayatollah leader uh, to go straight to hell and handing him my resignation. Uh, go, uh, go sell used cars or whatever all, all the rest of you guys do, you know, because you're about to be number th- the, the third dead man in this chain of events. However, um, Iran, their uh, Ayatollah, their supreme leader, uh, I got to say this, you know, when it comes to talking smack, he's got a pair. He has promised that he will hit 32 Western targets. Well, that was his original promise, 32 Western targets. Now, Everybody automatically defaults to New York. It's going to be Israel. Okay, Israel is on high alert. Uh, I'm very confident in the Israelis' ability to handle this. and uh, But that's probably going to be where they hit first. They've been trying to push Israel into the ocean for a long time. And it ain't going to happen. But that's probably where they're going to hit first. On the other hand, uh, I wouldn't want to be in a nightclub in Western Europe or Eastern Europe right now because that's you know kind of a suicide bomber bug light, you know, like the bug light I've got out by my pool, you know, it attracts the little bastards and then zaps them. Nightclubs are suicide bomber bug lights for some reason. I, don't know, I guess they can go in there and get a little disco dancing going and then just blow the whole damn place up. But it seems like that's what happens. And then of course New York is on high alert because. Well, it sounds good to say you're on high alert because uh, Donald Trump is an idiot and now we have to be on high alert. You know what? The rest of the country, we don't really care for your politicians, New York. We don't care for your politicians, California. All of us deplorables in flyover land, we're not crazy about the rest of you guys. Maybe on a personal level, I got a lot of friends in New York on both coasts. On a personal level, that's one thing. But your politicians, man, they suck. I mean, if I had to step out of my studio and wade through needles and human feces and, you know, on on top of paying San Francisco rent, I would I would take Nancy Pelosi's liquor away. You cannot have any more liquor until you clean this place up, Nancy. No more booze for you. Come back one year. So I don't know what their deal is with the ending ever number in two either you know you got 72 virgins you know 32 targets well anyway i know what our deal is with the 52 trump has said that really okay i'll see your 32 targets and i will raise you if you hit one target we're going to hit 52 iranian cultural sites and financial sites so and Supreme Leader, don't be thinking that we're going to go tit for tat on this. No, 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 no. No, you hit one, we hit all 52. It's not going to be, uh, you blew up a nightclub in Germany, so now we're going to, you know, we're going to send a missile to one of your refineries. No, no, we're going to hit all of them at one time. And that may be why he's backtracked a little bit and said, now instead of threatening 32 terrorist attacks, and, you know, he didn't use that word, but that's what it is, he's saying that Iran will defeat the great Satan militarily. 
And I'll just go back to what I said earlier about our military. Our military is frightening, and that's our military. It's like if you go get the meanest, nastiest, most psychotic pit bull in the shelter, and you take that dog home, and you shoot him up with steroids, don't tell me that you're not going to be a little scared every time you walk out to feed him. Now, the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life it does not advocate animal cruelty in any way whatsoever, so I'm not telling you to shoot up a mean, uh, a mean pit bull with steroids. And pit bulls are not necessarily all mean. Some of them are sweet dogs. But I'm giving it to you as an analogy. I'm scared of our military, and that's my military. You know, as one of us, um, they have capabilities that we don't even know of. If you, I've, I've talked to uh, somebody who worked for DARPA at one time, and he told me basically anything you can imagine happening in the next 20 to 30 years. You sit down and put your science fiction hat on, and you think of things that might happen in the next 20 to 30 years. DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Project Administration, has already done. So if you can imagine a liquid metal man coming back from the future in 20 to 30 years, he's probably already here. That being said, the supreme leader uh, of Iran, uh, you know, he is under, uh, he's got his boss too. You know, he's under uh, control by the uh, fringe elements, <clears throat> all uh, the fringe elements uh, of the religion of peace, the mullahs, that's the religion of peace's version of kind of a preacher combined with a serial killer, uh, at least on the extremist side, because we all know that, do I have to say it? Oh, come on, for real? I have to say it? <sighs> It's a religion of peace. Not all of them are bad people. Most of them are terrific. Most of them don't want to kill you. Most of them don't want to burn Christians at the stake. Most most of them don't want to cut off your hand if you steal something. Can I leave? Okay, good. All right. I, I got to go ahead. All right. So, anyway, that's... Uh, so. So, he's got his orders. So, basically, you have a fundamentalist, whack-job, psycho regime that's been in existence now since the early, or was it the mid-1970s when the Shah was overthrown? Someone email me on that, too, if you really care. I don't. It was a long time ago. Um, everyone born during that time is now legal. Yeah. It's been a while. So what's he going to do? I mean, what's he going to say? You know, uh, gee, great Satan America... You really screwed us up. Um, I'll tell you what he's going to say next. The first threat out of the box was he's going to hit 32 targets. Trump Joe Pesci did his ass and said, well, we're going to have 52 targets. If you hit one, you know, you beat him with your fist, he'll come back with a knife. You beat him with a knife, he'll come back with a gun. And if you shoot him, you better kill him because he'll keep coming back and coming back and coming back. And now I'm going to have to watch that movie later today. Terrific film, I think. It was either Casino or Goodfellas. I don't even remember now. But basically Trump trumped him, said, uh, you know, go ahead. Go ahead, and uh, we'll hit 52 targets at one time and try and run what's left of your country after that. Look, the American military can decimate 
Iran, Iraq, any any other country, basically any other country, we have the capability. It's frightening. It really is. Be glad you're an American and they're on our side. Unless you're one of the American haters who sits around over here collecting royalties from your last three crappy movies and whining and moaning about, please don't kill us. And yeah, I'm talking to you, Rose McGowan. You want to go over there and live under Sharia law? I I don't think they would accept your uh, MTV Video Music Awards outfit when you were dating Marilyn Manson and walked around with your entire everything hanging out. Uh, they'd probably want to put a burqa on you, and they might just burn you alive. I don't think implants are legal under Sharia law either. I want to think about that before you start running your mouth about how you'd rather be somewhere else. You have all the benefits of this country. You want to go somewhere else. That brings me to Ilhan Omar. She's in a a battle of words right now with Ted Cruz. Hi, Ted. Hope you're listening. Over Trump starting a war without proper authority and all this nonsense. Look, there was a price on Salami's head for 18 years. Okay? We were authorized for 18 years. We had administrations who were too chicken, and then we had the last administration that was in bed with the very people that we were authorized to take out for taking out Americans, and now we have a guy who's got a big set on him and has decided to do what he said he was going to do. And you know what? If you hate Trump, no matter what he does, you're going to hate it, okay? If you hate somebody, you're going to hate whatever they do. You're going to view it through your hate-filled lenses And you're going to say, well, they did it for this ill motive, or they're going to turn around and screw me on the back end or something. That's the nature of hatred. If you have blind hatred for this president, he could walk into CNN studios, or better yet, he could walk into MSNBC holding Satan's head aloft, detached from Satan's body, and you would still hate him. A lot of you would really hate him because he would have killed your boss. Yeah, and I'm talking to you, lots of people in the government. So, yeah, yeah, the Dow's 28,000, or maybe it's a little lower today. Yeah, unemployment is basically zero, because when you get in that 3% range, that means that everybody who can work, wants to work, or has to work has a job. Yeah, uh, he's done a lot for Israel and the Jewish people. Yeah, he's done a lot for the African-American people. They have the lowest unemployment they've had in history. Um yeah, but if you hate him, it doesn't really matter because you're 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 looking at it through those hate-colored glasses. So, who cares, right? Like um, like Hillary said, what difference does it make? The last time we had an embassy attack, everybody got to watch before they pulled the videos. The, uh, the 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 victims get raped, burned, and tortured to death while. Hillary and he who shall not be named, um, our, our first foreigner president, sat back and watched and didn't do anything, and later on allegedly <clears throat> made jokes about it. This time, Iran lays siege to an embassy, and we send Ted Nugent up to space to throw missiles at the uh, people responsible and blow them to smithereens. Maybe they got their 72 virgins when he showed up in a bucket. Here's the thing. Deterrence 
which is what this really is, and I talked about it a second ago, but deterrence is kind of what makes the world go around on a criminal law standpoint and from a lot of other standpoints. If you walk your dog past my studio every single day and he craps on the lawn, and then one day you're walking a new dog and you're all talking heads 80s music and you're like, Where is, who is this new dog? Where did this new dog come from? Why do I have this new dog? And you're like, oh, wait a minute. It's because the last time my old dog crapped in this guy's yard, a missile came down from outer space and blew him to smithereens. And so I went home and got my other dog, dog number two, and when he crapped in his yard, a missile came down from outer space and blew him to smithereens too. And that's why I have a new dog now and also new pants and new underwear. Um, you're not going to let the dog crap on the lawn in front of my studio. That's deterrence. And if anyone can understand deterrence, it's a totalitarian, psychopathic country like Iran where they cut off people's hands for theft and they burn you alive for having a Bible. Look, do you honestly think that Lefty's neighbor is going to go steal something? They understand deterrence, and I think that's why they backpedaled from their 32 attacks, which there's going to be some attacks. Mark my words, there will be some attacks. Now they're claiming that they're going to go against us. They're going to actually frontally attack, headbutt the United States military. I do think in the next few days we're going to see what they really want. And I'll give you a hint. The last guy in the Oval Office gave him $250 billion in cash and the ability to brew their own nuclear weapons, which I've always said is not as bad as it sounds because if any terrorists have nuclear weapons, they've already acquired them, and they acquired them after the fall of the former Soviet Union when a whole lot of inventory went missing. It's kind of like you shut down your electronics store and showed up on Monday to have your liquidation sale and all the big screen TVs were gone. Not only did a whole lot of inventory go missing, a whole lot of uh, brain trust went missing. A lot of people who were in charge of those programs developing new and smaller nukes, biological weapons, chemical weapons, and don't tell me that we have treaties saying that they can't do it because they do it anyway. A lot of those guys went missing. Some of them are here. Some of them work for us now, but not all of them. The most expensive way to get a nuke is to brew your own, roll your own, whatever you want to call it. That's the most expensive way. The cheapest way to get nukes is to have purchased them after the collapse of the Soviet Union when a lot of them went unaccounted for. Where they are, we don't know. Why they haven't used them yet, we don't know. Will they use them now? Well, we don't know. And, you know, email me if you want to hear my real theory about that. But that's all I'm willing to say on the air. We've got... Um, about a minute left in this. I'd like for you to listen. If you want to learn a little more about deterrence, if you want to learn a little more about how the media lies to you, listen to last week's show about the shooting at the Church of Christ down by Fort Worth in a town called White Settlement. Um, and then try to pull up a video that shows the seven parishioners getting up with their firearms. You can't. If you can, then, you know, you're not using Google because it's filtered out. The information that you all get 
has been filtered so that you will develop the opinions that the powers that be want you to, to develop. Keep that in mind when you're forming opinions. I'm not saying that I'm always right or that the people we have on the show are always right, but I'll tell you one thing, we're always different. And with that, have an evil day.